Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Salik with a new week of amazing information and news from me to you. Hello. I can't believe it's already November. What in the world has this year been? Except for like truly fantastic. Honestly, it's a roller coaster as they all are, but there have been moments of this year that are unlike any other for me. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. There are parts that I really hate. Don't get me wrong. You know, she's found herself unemployed twice in one year, but like overall, I feel like we're doing really well and we should be very proud of ourselves. So, um, hi, happy November. Um, I have to start with sports today because, and I know normally I don't, but you guys, I won fantasy football this week. I won I won. And if you are new to this podcast, hi, hello, welcome. Uh, If you are returning, welcome back. As you know, if you're a returning queen, I am, have been O and A. I have not won a single game of fantasy football. And the otter keeps telling me it's really hard. It's really hard to not win. And I'm like, okay, you keep saying that, but like I keep losing. So I was with him on Sunday. We're watching football and I'm like, you know what? You keep saying this and I'm getting genuinely annoyed to the point where like, I want to put a bet on it. Like if I am able to go this season, you know, absolutely defeated. I don't know what it's called undefeated, but like defeated, you know, not winning a single game. Then you need to take me back to the Taco Bell Cantina because the Taco Bell Cantina was quite the little treat that he gave me. But like, he does not love Taco Bell like I do. Like, let me just tell you this little side story. So I was driving to meet him on Sunday and um, I was talking to Bessie, the podcast, Danielle, and we were talking about breakfast crunch wraps. And she was like, should you bring the otter one since he's never had one? And I'm like, you know, I've been thinking about it, but like, I just don't know. So I bring him a breakfast crunch wrap because I'm like, you know what? He deserves to know. So many things went wrong. So many things went wrong. So first I'm on the phone with him and I'm trying to be like cute and not tell him, you know, that I'm at Taco Bell because it's like literally a matter of feet away from his apartment. So the fact that he has a Taco Bell that close and he doesn't love it is so disrespectful to me, but like whatever. So anyways, I am on the phone with him and I'm like, I'm going to be outside in like a minute or so. And I had already ordered and you guys, the way there was nobody else in line, it was just moi. It took at least five minutes for them to bring me my breakfast crunch wrap. So I had to call him back and be like, okay, spoiler alert. I got you Taco Bell. It's taking forever. Like, I'm so sorry. So then, um, you know, he's outside and waiting for me when I get there and I bring in my breakfast crunch wrap. I'm so excited. I ordered him the bacon one because to me it's superior. And listen, like the sausage one is good, but I just feel like if you're going to try your first one, you should do bacon. So I bring it in and I'm all excited. I open it up. And here's the thing about the breakfast crunch wrap that makes it so different besides the ingredients from the original crunch wrap is it's like it's a little smaller and it's so cute and it's always like grilled to sweet perfection and it's just like it's so perfectly handheld because one of the arguments he makes about Taco Bell is that it's messy to eat and I try to explain to him that the breakfast crunch wrap is like the item that's like actually not that messy to eat it's like very impressive in its form and so I'm very excited about it I he opens it up and well, first of all, he tried to eat the banana bread that I brought for my mom before the breakfast crunch wrap. And I was like, it's warm. Like, what are you doing? Like, I was so disappointed, but honestly, whatever. He opens it. It was lopsided. It wasn't folded right. And it was sausage. 
And he explained to me that fast food in Oakland is not like the same caliber. Like it's just not to like the same level. And I am just like, I understand, but this is so devastating to me because it's it's much like when I brought him to the ale house and I was like, this is going to be the best experience of your life. And then we got like the wobbly table and like the wait the waiter didn't bring him all the stuff he asked for. Like, you know, he like had a bad experience. And I was like, why does this keep happening? Like, I'm just trying to prove to you that like that you're wrong and that everything that I say is right. And I just keep getting hit with adversity and I'm just like not understanding. This is not how it's supposed to go. And so it wasn't a good breakfast crunch up experience. And he was just like, yeah, ugh. Like the breakfast crunch wrap is so unbelievably good. And for him to get a mediocre experience and then have this half ass response was like truly on the list of my 13th reason. Like I was <laughs> I'm just kidding, not to be that dramatic, but it was really heartbreaking, truly. And so anyways, that was a lot. And then, you know, we're watching football and I, honestly, you guys, I probably lost the pick'em league, which is usually where I win because I I looked at everybody else's picks and I picked so differently from so many people. And then it's not looking good. I won't know until tomorrow. So I'll be able to report on that next week. But as of today, I did win fantasy football. And it's because all of my my team and the girl that I was playing team has already played. They all played Sunday, which was so nice. So I knew like Sunday at 4pm, I knew I won. And I was like, is this the best day of my life? I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I was starting to get a little like grumpy. And I was like, am I truly never going to win? And then I was like, is it funnier if I don't ever win a game? But winning was so nice. And let me tell you a little something. Okay. First of all, Travis Kelsey shit the bed and it's not his fault though. Okay. So, cause I was like, what happened? Travis Kelsey got four points, four. And he averages like, he was set to get 19. So four is like a big difference. And I was like this goddamn Germany game. Like I'm getting all pissed off. I'm like, why are we doing this? It must've been the jet lag. And I'm like looking on the internet. I'm scouring. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, Travis Kelsey is not bad. So like what happened, you know? And don't you even get me started on the Taylor Swift of it all. Don't you dare blame her for his performance. Like that's so annoying that people are doing that. Like she's not on the field, you guys. She can't, she can't do everything. She is out here making billions of dollars and saving all of us, writing songs that we can relate to and be like, and bring us out of like the worst points of our life. Okay. She can't also make Travis Kelsey good at football every weekend. Like leave her alone. Okay. So anyways, she's out here with like Brittany Mahomes and like doing her thing. By the way, did you guys see the pictures? Ugh. Selena Gomez, Brittany Mahomes, Sophie Turner, Gigi Hadid, like having a girl's night. And I'm like, the way I would pay so much money to be there, truly. It's just the best. But anyways, okay, let me go back. <laughs> let me turn this, shit, this ship around. Okay, so Travis Kelsey got four points. And what happened was Miami, they were playing Miami. And listen, I was a, I was a fan of Miami because of the Alex Earl of it all. And the coach is so weird, like nerdy looking. I'm kind of obsessed with him. But I'm mad at him now because he doubled and triple team Travis Kelsey. And guess what? They still lost. So it's like, was your strategy that good? I don't think so. Just screwed me and my fantasy football team over. So once I saw that, I was like, there's no way I'm winning. And I even wore my karma is my tight end t-shirt. And I was like, excuse me, the disrespect that I'm dressed this good and like we in Travis Kelsey didn't have the best game of his life. But I will say what made me laugh so hard was like, okay, if you don't know, let me give you a little Taylor Swift knowledge. So she has a song that says like, it's called Karma. And she says like, Karma is my boyfriend. So the shirt's Karma is my tight end. But I truly feel like Karma is, is my boyfriend. And I said this like, because the otter told me, do not pick Travis Kelsey. And like, 
I keep losing and I did things that he told me not to do. So I feel like me losing fantasy football was my karma, but then I won. So now I'm like out of the woods and like, I like can't be tamed. Like that is a Taylor mixed with a Miley reference and we love it. So, um, I, I got saved by surprisingly. Okay. So listen, I need to say this 49ers fans. Like, don't be mad at me. Okay. Don't be mad at me, but I was absolutely saved by the Raiders defense. So I had the 49ers defense, I had to bench them because they had a bye week and I was talking to the Otter and he was like, you should like the New York Giants offense. He's like, you, you hate that quarterback. And I'm like, it's not that I hate the quarterback of the UA, the, the New York Giants. Cause like, I don't, um, in the words of Lisa Vanderpump, like he's not important enough for me to hate. It's just that like, I don't think he belongs on a football field. Like I really think he should be in the spring musicale. Like I just, that boy does not look like he wants to play football and that's just the facts. So anyways, um, he was playing the, 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 their team was playing the Raiders and he's like, they'll probably do so bad. The Raiders defense got 19 points. And like, listen, they have performed for me better than the Niners have all season. And that's genuinely heartbreaking, but I don't blame it on them. I do low key blame it on Nick Bosa in the Kardashian curse, but that's a fight for another day. As I'm like, don't blame Taylor Swift. Anyways, I guess we can't blame Kim, but whatever. So, um, yeah, that happened. And then I had, picked up a backup tight end from Houston. And this guy's so cute, honestly. Like he's got this cute beard and this cute haircut and he's like a little ginger and I'm like obsessed with him. And I just picked him up for funsies because I was like, oh, if Travis Kelsey gets hurt again, you know? And then I was like, you know what? He's kind of performing the best on my bench. So I put him in my flex position. This boy got 26 points. 26 points. And then Rashad White just showed up. Like, the way I want to get Rashad White, like, tattooed on my face now, like, this is my boy. Like, he wasn't one of my top picks, you know? I mean, the Otter told me to grab him, and I did. And he got me, he got to me 26 points, too. And then the Otter and I share a couple players, and one of them is Devonta Smith on the Eagles. And he hasn't been doing well all season. It's been stressing me out so much. And him. And then he showed up and played. And then so, literally, myself, the Otter, and Cousin Danielle all won fantasy football this week. So like, it's a good week. It's a good week. And I don't mean to like make this a life lesson, but like some people could sit here and be like, Ashley, it's crazy to me that you're so excited about winning fantasy football. And I just have to say this to you, um, politely fuck off. Remember when I was going to try to stop cussing, but I mean, seriously, it's like, I've been watching Welcome to Wrexham. You know, um, it's the documentary that follows the football team that, um, Ryan Reynolds and, um, Oh my God, why do I always forget his name? Rob McKinley or something. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, They bought and the intro song is really sweet. I don't know anything about it, but the words are don't forget to sing when you win. And I feel like we as a society don't celebrate our small victories enough. And I think that's like changing. But I love that song. When it's like literally like I... I need this win. Okay, you guys, like there are a couple L's I've been taking recently. So to win fantasy football in a week where I was like, I need to get my shit together and I need to like balance and figure crap out. Like this was it for me. And I am so happy. And I absolutely have been singing because, okay, so here's what I've been doing. I've been obsessed with listening to the set list of Taylor Swift's Eras tour. But then I was kind of like, I miss Haunted. And like, there's a couple songs like I just miss. So I went through a cleaned house. Finally, I got rid of all Scooter Braun's owned BS. I updated all my albums to just be Taylor's version, except for Reputation and, and Debut, obviously. And then I've just been like listening to Taylor Swift, the artist, like, on my like from the albums and it's been such the best experience truly like I feel so good 
And honestly, this week is just different. I think my last two weeks, you know, like I mentioned last week, getting laid off and then still working that week was kind of like was weird and it was awkward. Last week, I really like stacked my schedule and I think I overwhelmed myself. And today is Monday and I made myself a list and I was like, you know what? I think if I could just like accomplish a couple things like I haven't even updated my LinkedIn like I, you know, I just feel like I need to get centered. I haven't updated my resume. Um, I have been interviewing for another position and who knows? Hopefully I get it. We'll see. But, um, you know, I just I feel like I need to cleanse a little bit and just freaking relax. I feel like the energizer bunny and I just I think I need to take a battery out like I just I need a moment. So I have a balanced week this week of like fun and like just catching up on stuff. So like my apartment's getting cleaned. I did my laundry this morning. I went for hot girl walk. I did a little wall ball. I played pickleball by myself and I had the best time truly. Like I just play pickleball against the wall. And I mean, it would be fun to play with somebody. So if anyone, you know, wants to play with me, please let me know. But um, I did get kicked out by these like middle schoolers who were like, hi, um, can we use the court? We only get a 15 minute recess. They were way nicer about it. And I was like so sweaty and embarrassed. I'm like, I'm sweating my ass off playing pickleball by myself. But yes, please take this. Um, And then I got to take like a little hot girl walk. I talked to Julie on the phone. I talked to Danielle on the phone. It's just like it's just been a good day for me. It's been a good Monday. And I feel like it's setting the tone for the week. And I just feel I feel better. Also, therapy was just like really good this morning. Like Andrew was hitting me with some shit. And I was like, okay. Yes, queen, this is why I pay you. Like, for sure. Like, you are earning your bag left and right here. It was so interesting because he said something to me. um, And I truly, like, can't remember what it was at this moment. Like, it was something about, you know, the pressures of the jobs and all this stuff. And And I told him, I was like, I physically felt relief when you said that like I physically could feel my like my body so tight I could feel it like loosening up and it was such a weird experience and of course him being a therapist he's like let's sit with that for a moment and I was like okay yes let's sit with it it was nice I enjoyed the sit um but (laughs) yeah therapy was just good and I feel like I feel better I feel better I do feel like my period's coming though so like who knows what next week will hold but right now I feel good (laughs) and that's just nice like don't forget to sing when you win the fact that I didn't wake up crying today That's a victory. And I'll be singing my Taylor Swift all the way home about it. Um, Also, okay, what else has been going on? Halloween was amazing. Um, I did not hard launch the otter, but you know what? When it happens, it happens. Um, But we did go as uh, Scooby and Shaggy, which was really exciting. And I am so proud of my costume. Like, it looks so cute. And I was so grateful because, like, as we chatted about it, I was like, oh, my God, we're going to the bars, like, at night, like, the scare. But when I went in and talked to his roommate, she was like, yeah, let's go at, like, 7. I was like, oh, God bless. So we went and had um, we went and had sushi before. I had my first sushi roll ever, everybody. I know this is, like, such a big deal. But I had a... Um, I had a, what was it? Oh, spicy tuna roll. I had him take off the fish on the top because I was like, let's ease into it. He's like, just try one. I'm like, okay. And you know what? I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I was like, was it spicy for you? And he's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, I, my mouth is on fire. She is so tragically white. Um, but it was good. So she's like making her baby steps. She's moving her way through, um, eating new foods and we're proud of her honestly so it was it was really fun and we had a really good time we stayed at the bar till like 10 like the dream and we had our first Halloween together and it was so fun like I love something about being in a costume in the sushi bar doing like sake bombs was just like such a vibe and I really loved it and it was just it was so great and I'm so grateful 
Also, this week, friends of the podcast, Gabby and Rich, got a puppy. So cute. Puppy's name is Bugsley, little bug. And I, you know, volunteered as tribute to puppy sit. You know, why not? Um, I was like, yes, please. This is the kind of stuff I'm trying to do during unemployment. Like, take my time and let me, like, cuddle with a puppy. Yes, please. He was so cute. I felt like the serotonin. Mm was unmatched, was unmatched. He was just like truly the cutest and I had so much fun. Um, and then this weekend was my niece Gigi's second birthday. So um, I went up to Sacramento. I got my face painted. It was such a good party. Like, oh my God, 10 out of 10. Disney Minnie Mouse themed. It was so freaking cute. She looked so cute. And I just truly had the best time. Like, it's just so fun getting to be at like, these events and watching like my friends grow and their kids grow and um their puppies grow like it was just like honestly it was just a good time and i i felt really grateful the traffic should have been illegal though um they're working on 680 and it took me quite a while to get there and quite a while to get home but it was worth it it was worth it i just feel like it should be um illegal what made me the most mad about it to be honest was that like I kept getting notifications from like speed check ahead. And it's like, I just don't understand the police disrespect on this one. And listen, like I get it. They need to be there to like regulate that people aren't going to drive crazy and get in crashes. But we have been stuck in traffic for like two and a half hours. Like if you release me and it gets open, like I'm going 80 and you just need to let me like, you know what I mean? I've already sat in torture. If it's like, if we get released and I can drive 80 miles an hour, like let me, you know, I just, I feel like I've earned it. So and that's just how Sue sees it. Little throwback to Glee. Okay, so um, speaking of Glee and um, TV, I don't know how I'm transitioning this, uh, but I want to talk about the Kardashians. I'm not watching the show, which I did watch like last season, I think, or the season before. I don't know. And I did kind of get into it, but honestly, like I just can't have drama in my life. Like truly, I I just can't. I just can't, which I did see in the Ask Ashley um, that I was asked about extreme sports documentaries, which no, I have not watched. And thank you so much. I absolutely will be looking into them and letting you know how I feel next week. So um, but anyways, I I have been seeing clips and I talked to Jasmine. She gave me a little bit of a rundown because she is watching Kardashians and I am getting so um, so uh, irresponsibly angry, I guess. Like I don't have any skin in the game to be getting this angry, but I feel a lot of rage towards everybody who is trying to convince Chloe to be with Tristan. Like how is all of America and Penelope the only people who are like, yeah, this is not good. And like, I can't just begin to understand what it's like to lose a parent. Cause like Jasmine was like, well, you know, Tristan lost a parent and now he's like taking care of his uh, brother full time. And I'm like, I understand that that's a lot. And like, yes, but it's also not Chloe's job to have to pick up the pieces to someone who just continually broke her. I saw her say a clip, something about like, I've always known how good the men are that I'm with. And I've known that from the start. And I just don't understand why, like, I need to get hurt in order for them to figure out, like, my value. And, like, I don't understand. What is so crazy to me is that why would Chloe need to defend not wanting to be with someone who has publicly cheated on her so many times, has literally, like, fathered a child outside of her during that time, and then also had the audacity to hook up with, like, a family friend like this man is 
literal trash garbage. And she has to convince her family. Oh my God. If somebody cheated on me and I had to bring them home to my mom, I can't. I can't. Like if my husband, like I know they weren't like married or whatever, but like, okay, if my baby daddy, I can't, she would not let him through the door. She would not let him through the door. I can't even imagine. And the fact that she's having to justify this is so bizarre to me. And it kind of takes me back. Cause like, remember when Courtney was trying to break up with Scott and everybody was like, no, it's like Scott was an actual drug alcohol addict and was like making Courtney's life a living hell. And then we were like, no, you should be with him. Cause he's funny. Like no one's funny enough for that level of trauma, you know? And they're doing so much better that they're separated. And I just, the toxicity of this family is like, it's not making it fun for me. It's not making it fun for me to watch. Like, I don't understand. Kim can leave Kanye. And we all as America are like, yes, good job. But we are going to try to convince Chloe to stay with Tristan, who's like arguably actually done like things specifically to Chloe that are worse. Like, you know, like Kanye is worse overall. Like Kanye is a, not a good person to me and like needs a lot of help. But Tristan like actually really hurt Chloe to her face and embarrass her in front of the entire world multiple times. And then, okay, so the reason I brought up Penelope, in case you know, so Penelope is like Courtney and Scott's kid and she's expressed like this little girl is like, I'm uncomfortable around Tristan. It's like, yes, let's teach her that getting cheated on a million times is not like, is not what you're looking for in a relationship. Like, I don't understand. Oh my God, I'm just... I am so annoyed. Like, I'm truly sorry what I don't understand what's happening. Like, I just I absolutely cannot. Also, some shit went down at BravoCon that I just have to update you on because like I'd love to talk about the scandal of it all. And um, some shit went down that I feel the need to tell you about. So BravoCon was this weekend. Ariana looked incredible. So did Katie. Ugh, 10 out of 10. But OK, so here's what happened. They were all on stage together and like there was like some shade thrown, which is like always juicy. But what I need to talk about is the fact that Sheena Marie just consistently finds herself on the wrong side of history. So Sheena Marie is good as gold. Like she is, um, you know, supposedly a loyal friend to Ariana and she was caught on Instagram, her and her husband, Brock, hanging out with Tom Sandoval at an after party. She claims that like she didn't know whose room it was and they were just all hanging out and she and her Brock claim that they were talking to Tom about Ariana and saying that like they don't like how he's treating her and blah, blah, blah. And it's like a likely story. I'm just not interested in this narrative narrative at all. Let me tell you a little something about loyalty. If my friend, okay, gets like cheated on again in such a public manner and they tell me I don't want to hang out with them, then I'm off board. I am on a different fucking bus. Like I am nowhere near this bitch. Okay. If my friend gets cheated on and they said, Hey, I've decided to forgive him. I am going to be on board. This is, this is your life. And when you tell me what to do, like I'm, I'm going to do it. Like you, you, if you forgive, then I forgive. Okay. That's the loyalty and people can grow. People can change. Like I believe that. So, you know, it, that that's what it comes down to. However, like y- you tell me that you're done. I'm done with you. I'm in the car. I'm running him over. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's the similar with this Chloe stuff. It's like if Chloe said, I want to be back with Tristan, then everybody can get on board. But the fact that she says, I don't want to be with him. 
That's it. Period. There's no more discussion. Okay. There's no more discussion. Ariana said, you know what? Tom's trash and that's it. And I don't want to be involved with him. We all get on board. We, I don't care how quote unquote good of friends you were with Sandoval. Like you're, if Ariana's your girl, then that's it. The line was drawn. And I just, I don't understand it. It's so shady. And I, I feel like Maybe if it, it's tough because I'm like, maybe if it's someone else, but no, not even. It's just the fact that Sheena needs to work on her people pleasing because she just gets herself in these shitty situations. And I just truly worry about her for that. And also like in the video, Brock's like, yeah, we're hanging out. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's like pumped in the background. He doesn't seem like we're having a serious conversation. And you know what Sandoval was doing. He's like, I'm posting this on the story to show that Sheena's hanging out with me. Like he was there to cause some shit with his like, trying to wear like a kilt and like I do love a good kilt on a guy but like not here not in this like I think men should wear skirts that they want I think men should wear dresses that they want I just think that Tom Sandoval just should stop if he really felt remorseful for what he did he would not be on Vanderpump okay and that's on period I'm just I am sick of it Hi friends, I am so excited to share that I joined the Azazi Ambassador Program. This makes the most sense. I know I talk about it all the time. I have been a bridesmaid going on 13 times, so I've had a lot of experience shopping for bridesmaid dresses, and my favorite experience was with Azazi. Like, I just had three dresses that I liked the style of, sent to my home, I tried them on, I chatted with the bride, and like, we picked the dress, and I'm telling you right now, I will wear these dresses again. They were so cute. I cannot recommend this more. It's so simple and easy to use, especially if you have bridesmaids like literally all over the place. This is it. But also they have really cute guest dresses. Like don't sleep on the guest dress. So amazing. You can shop the link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok at Ashley Sleek and you can get $2 off your first dress. You guys, please check this out. I'm telling you brides, grooms, if you are shopping for dresses, like this is so helpful. I cannot recommend it more. Check it out. Link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course. Happy shopping. Okay, it's been a minute since I've had to say this, but like, um, dad, I am going to have to request that you turn off the podcast. I got a little Ask Ashley question that I don't think you're going to want to be around for. But thank you so much for um, being here and um, listening to the podcast. So I I got an uh, Ashley's advice question. I know. I'm sorry. I keep like switching the name. She needs to le- learn her own podcast things. And I'm going to give it like a quick summary of the question. So basically what they were saying is that they are moving in with their partner, which like congratulations, their boyfriend asked them to move in, which is really great. And it was asking about how honest you should be about like sex and and things that you want. And basically they were saying that, you know, they're worried about things that they had done with their ex, like their ex, their, their current partner did with their ex and like and literally it says like how do you like compare like with with their ex and like the things that they were willing to do like you know dirty talk or things like that and asked me specifically how this was something that like I've dealt with which you know totally happy to give all this response um because I really want to start with like the simple answers to like how honest you should be with your partner when it comes to sex. And it's so honest. I learned this through uh, my current relationship and my past relationship. Like I, um, you know, and honestly, I had to learn it through them. Like they asked me questions like the otter was, you know, 
open about talking about things, always wants to make sure I'm comfortable. And of course, like, you know, I have made the decision to not really talk about that part of our lives here on the podcast. And it's not because I'm obviously ashamed of talking about it. I am was happy to answer this question. I was glad that someone felt safe enough to come to me and ask this question. But it's more like as I get older, I just have my, you know, my values and my perspective change a little bit of what I want to share on the podcast. And that's just not it. But that doesn't mean that like, Obviously, I'm not happy to answer this question, but I think it's so important and it feels so weird because it kind of feels like not sexy to talk about sex, right? Because it kind of starts to feel like, um, are we like playing a football game or something? And like we are designing plays together and like we're having to talk about strategy and things like that. Like it it feels really weird when you think about the concept because you're just like, wait, what? Like we're just going to openly talk about this. But yes, like you have to. It's so key communication is sexy as hell let me just tell you because to me what I've learned is like feeling safe and feeling comfortable is like above all else when it comes to sex like it is truly like the top tier moment to me and I feel like now that I have been able to have open conversations and talk about things like talk about things from my past talk about things maybe you want to try, talk about things you absolutely do not want to try, draw the damn line. Um, I feel that it's just improved and it's made it so much more special. So I just think that communication is so important. And if you are at the point with your partner where you're like moving in, like this is serious. Like they obviously, you know, want to build a life with you. And that means you're building a sexual relationship together. And it's important to have these conversations. And just because they did something with an ex absolutely does not mean that you need to do it too. If it's something you're interested in, you want to try something new, like yes, queen, go for it. But don't push yourself into something that you don't want to because it's something they did. If there is one thing that I have learned so much in my years of dating, it's that an ex is an ex for a reason. Okay. And it's not always this like big dramatic thing where like, you know, there's cheating or there's, you know, all this stuff involved. Sometimes you're just like, not the right person for each other. And I remember saying this to the otter because, you know, I've, I've told him stories about my exes. I've heard stories about his exes. And like, sometimes I'm in a place where I'm like, you know what, I'm insecure today and I just don't want to hear about it. And, you know, open, honest communication there. But like most of the time I'm just like, yeah, I mean, if he wanted to go be with one of them, he could like, he absolutely could, but he's not, he has chose to be with me. And that's how I feel about my exes. It's like, I mean, granted, even when I got broken up with, like, of course, I couldn't just go run and be back with that person. But like, I also don't want to now. Like, I'm a different person. And I found somebody that I truly like, have the best time with and I'm so grateful for and feel so good to be with. Like, I feel like my best version of myself when I'm with the otter and I'm so genuinely happy. And I do don't worry about, you know, I don't think about wanting to get back with my exes. I don't worry that he's wanting to get back with his. If he does and he chooses that, that's his choice. And I will eat my bed and Jerry's and cry about that later, but just know that he wasn't the person for me. So I know that it's really hard not to compare. And I know that those like those tough thoughts really creep into your head, but truly like when they do, you can welcome them and say, hi, I hear you. I hear what you're, what you're, where you're trying to go. But remind yourself that like, that's not a place that you need to live in. Comparison is so exhausting. It is so exhausting and you will find yourself doing it for so long. And then you're missing out on enjoying the present. Like that is their past. Like their exes are their past. You are their present and hopefully their future 
enjoy it. Enjoy it. And if you are finding like things, you know, there was a mention that like, you know, there was kind of this old note that you found or something. I was trying to make sure I read it right, but it sounds to me like you found an old note from an ex that had a little dirty talk. Like I would just bring it up. Like, hey, I, you know, I wasn't snooping, but I found this note. I just want to be honest with you. Like, is this what you're looking for sexually? Like, you know, um, also, why do you still have this note? Like, I think open communication is just so the key. And I know it's so exhausting because everybody says that. They're like, communication is key in a relationship. It, but it like, it's truly that easy. It's truly that easy. Like being open and honest and communicating with your partner is the only way you are going to have a successful relationship. And I know you might be eyeing me like, girl, what do you know about successful relationships? And it's like, um, I have married several people. Okay. And I have had the pleasure of being in a lot of weddings and seen a lot of healthy relationships. And I would argue that I am in one right now. And it's so life-changing. And, um, it's so funny because I've had a lot of girlfriends talk about this. I think I said it here on the podcast, but once you've been in a bad relationship and then you get out, it's like your spidey, like douchebag senses are tingling and you can see you're like, Oh no, bad relationship, bad relationship like and it might take like some time to really hone that in for yourself but other people you're like ooh ooh i see that ooh that's bad that's bad and so it's just like it's truly a, a, such a weird thing that happens and um I just know that like the more that you are open, the better you are going to feel and um, you deserve it and you deserve like everyone deserves a finish. Everyone deserves to have like a good time during sex. And sometimes that just takes a little communication and it's OK. Do not feel shame um, to answer your part about how I did. That is how I did it. And, you know, luckily for me, I actually wasn't the one who took the first step in having that communication, but I you know, reciprocated and talked back. And, you know, if for some reason the otter and I didn't work out, which we are not manifesting, but I'm just saying if I were to get in another relationship with somebody new, I would, I, the way I would handle it is to be open about my past. And there's things, you know, that I don't feel comfortable doing. There's things that I like to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like not to get too um, rated X here on the pod, but you know, um, communication is just so key. And I just feel so grateful that you felt, uh, comfortable to ask this question here on Ashley's advice. And um, please, if you have any other questions, submit them. You can get the link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That is Ashley with two E's. And speaking of TikTok, I'm getting into the I'm sorry what moment. And listen, I have seen a couple TikToks that have really made me raise an eyebrow around the same subject. And it's so interesting because like I... I've seen this joke before, but it's like really come up on my for you page. And I'm like, uh, can I shut this down? And I want to preface by saying that this might be controversial and you might not agree with me. And I hear you, but like, I truly think I'm right. And it started with this TikTok where I saw where these girls are going to a bachelorette party. And like, the, I'm guessing she's the maid of honor was with the bride and they were getting ready to go. And she literally gets in the camera, the maid of honor. And she's like, yeah, all these little bitches think that like, you're like, they're your best friend, but like, I'm here to show them this weekend. that like, I'm your best friend and like all this stuff in the way I wanted to so vomit and scream. And I don't even know in what world anybody thinks that's like an okay thing to do. It's so gross to me to be a possessive friend. Like, and I know that probably in my unhealed moments, I've had these traits before. And now that I've like done my, your girl's done her therapy, shout out Andrew. Like I can just see how the level of toxicity that this is. And I feel like we sit around and we talk a lot about 
um, you know, toxic boyfriends and like possessive boyfriends and things like that. We don't talk about it enough in friendships because it's so bad. Like, I'm sorry, what? It made me so red in, in my soul to see this. And then I saw it like a couple different times, like these jokes about like, you know, when my best friend calls someone else her best friend. And like, I know those jokes have been around, but it's just like, it's so, it's so toxic. And I just kept putting myself in the shoes of one of the girls going on this bachelorette. And if I saw that TikTok, I would be like, I don't want to go. And I have been, it's been pretty rare. I feel like when I'm on a batch, like I said, I always make the best girlfriends and we're sitting in a hot tub talking about trauma. I don't know her last name, but like, I know about every single boy that's ever broken her heart. Like, you know, but I I have seen it where like there's also that possessive friend and they consistently make it about them. And they're like, well, I've been friends with this person for this long. Well, I, and I'm like, that is the kind of attitude like I just cannot have in my life. And I don't like it because you are missing out when you are that possessive. First of all, first of all you're going to push away your own friend and that's awkward. But you're also missing out on all these relationships. Truly, so many of my friends are like my friend's best friends. So many of some of you listening to this podcast right now, like we met through a friend and like sometimes that can be very rocky in the beginning because you're like just trying to suss each other out. And eventually it's like, yes, I'm inviting you to my birthday party. Yes, I'm inviting you to listen to my podcast. OK, the the fantasy football league I'm in, that is Kim's like maid of honors league and Kim's not in the league. I'm in it with 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 her. Like she asked me to be a part of it and we have our own relationship. I've dog sat her mom's dogs and like I love her so much and we have that like special relationship like because like she wasn't possessive I wasn't possessive and Kim's not possessive like I I know like I said jealousy is such a thing and I totally get that I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm immune to jealousy like your girl gets jealous everybody does if you try to tell me you don't I know you're lying and that's okay but it's like don't let that jealousy possess you just like open it up for me like of course, I want to be with my best friends all the time. But the fact that they have other people that they can hang out with makes me so happy because in my core, all I want is happiness and joy for my friends. And the fact that like they can find that other places is the key. And the fact that I can go then meet up with them and have fun like that's awesome. Like when I went to go visit Karishma in San Diego, like I met one of her new friends and I'm obsessed with her. Like, and when I go to visit next, like, of course I want my Karishma time, but I also want to see her friend. And like, that's just open communication. That's just me being like, okay, like I want to see you. I want to have my time with you. And then I want to like, and then I would love to see your friends. Like that's, it's so normal. It's the same. Like I'm talking about, like I have literally the biggest life lesson I have learned is just being open. And that's the best, you know, like that's the good stuff. And you know what? You might run into a friend that you don't like of your friend's friends and like, girl, that shit happens all the time. But you know, like that's why you have other friends that you can bitch about that friend with. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I, I, this possessiveness, this toxicity in, in the world, especially in girl world, like I just, it irks me so much. And I know you might be thinking it's just a joke, but it's like, it, it's not. And it's so uncomfortable. And like, do not bring that energy to a bachelorette party. You're also making your own bride so uncomfortable. Like I just felt for it so bad. And I couldn't believe how many, and specifically I have three like different bachelorette scenario videos just like that pop up on my page. And I was like, no, 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 no. I am here to shut that shit down. We are not being toxic today, honey. Like it is all good. We can all be friends. We can all celebrate the bride. And like, we do not need to be that level of bitch. Okay. 
So don't be toxic. Okay. Anyways, uh, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I just have to say that like I have also been on TikTok a lot. Listen, I'm unemployed now. This is how I process. And I have seen a lot about like the oversaturation of the podcast world. And I know that like so many influencers have podcasts. And like to me, like it's a similar thing about the jealousy. Like I'm like, oh man, that person has a ton of following. Now they have a podcast. Like, oh my God, another person to compete with. But I'm also just like, oh, I'm so glad that like their fans get to connect with them in that way. And like that they're finding, you know, I grew up wanting to do radio. I grew up wanting to do this. And like, it really brings me so much joy that it like makes me happy that other people are finding it and it's bringing them joy. And to me, I'm just so grateful that like, you have a lot of people you can choose to listen to and you listen to me and it, it makes my day brighter. It gives me a will to live. Um, <laughs> it just, it makes me feel so good. And the fact that you ask such personal questions too, and like open up, I, I just think that's so special and, I, and I'm so grateful and, you know, I, I, I love you all so much. And if you want to share this podcast with a friend, I would love that too. Send it with, send this podcast to your best friend's toxic best friend. So I can tell them what's up. You know what I mean? And, um, just be nice to each other. And I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I will chat with you next week. Okay. Bye.